You found the Sharks Broadcast Podcast. Subscribe. And if you like what you hear, give us a five-star rating. Because you can't see the solar eclipse. Oh, oh want, want. 629. Oh. It's the Shark Morning Show. I just, yeah, just locally here in Dover, I've been, you know, running out every 10 minutes with my amazing solar eclipse viewer, Sarah. Now, wait, and, wait, wait, yes. wait. I have, to, I have to tell people. This is a true story. Yeah. Train has. You should actually take a photograph of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I got to show people he my solar eclipse viewer. He has a solar eclipse viewer. Yep. Bought it at Rivers Camera Shop in Rochester in uh, 1992. He still and, has it. Uh, held right onto it. It is not uh, damaged. It's when Rivers it. yeah. was in Rochester. Yeah, they had uh, Rivers in uh, Dover, and uh, there was a Rivers Network. It was in Dover and Rochester. Oh. The Rochester one is where I got this. I think it was like 99 cents, and man, I got my money out of this one. My money's <laughs> worth out of that. Yeah, it, uh, it's funny. I was, you know, locally, uh, Dover, I was driving in, and... Uh, Boy, about uh, halfway through this eclipse, I just caught it. it the sun came out from a, a cloud, and I pulled over. Uh, it was, you know, like a nice uh, valley that we have a, a kind of farmland here. And I, I caught a beautiful view of it for a good 30 seconds. And But the haze is really heavy this morning. Really it is. annoying. It is. Huh. He pulled over. Yeah. And took beautiful. a look at it. Yeah. 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 So this is funny. So I got to work. And uh, I saw Sarah's car parked uh, like deep off into the woods. And I went, oh, this is great. She's Cosmic Sarah. I was picturing you out there with like a oh. harp and some wind chimes, maybe. Oh, right, like right, because f- I'm I'm in the back part of the yeah. parking lot. Say, it's a cosmic day, and I thought you'd be all excited, <laughs> you know, checking out the the solar eclipse there. And uh, now it was just because we've got a few uh, people coming in at the, where we normally Later park on today. Yeah, and I I, I, I kind of laughed about that. <laughs> Oh, but all right. So we'll have to wait for how long? Uh, The next one is going to be incredible, and it is in April of 2024, and the path of totality. This is where it absolutely gets so dark. It's like midnight in in the middle of the day, and that's going to be April of 2024. The path of totality actually goes right straight through Coas County. It's going to be dark for that one. Wow. Yeah. Train, the stuff that you know about the stars and the planets, it just, it's mind-blowing. It truly is. I just, uh, I think planets are cool. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Uh, hey, coming up, what was it that you saved up your own money for? What was the first thing that you bought with your own money? Hit us up right there on the app. Uh, we've got some good responses on Facebook. That's coming up next on The Shark. Do you know? On 10th, Thursday, June 10th, it's The Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. What did you save up your own money to buy when you were a kid? The very first thing. Do you remember, Train? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say, I think it qualifies that I was you know, 18. It's borderline. Uh, but I just remember the first real job where real money was coming in. Yep. Yeah. Every week you get a paycheck and it's like, wow, wow look yeah. at that. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, it was to buy a PA system from a band. My, oh. my microphone, couple speakers, got the PA. Wow. Yeah. All right. Speaker stands. They're, Do you remember, did you go to Tweeter? Do you remember uh, <laughs> Tweeter or Strawberry? It was uh, Daddy's Junkie Music oh, yeah, yeah, here in Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, that was it. And it was just, you know, it was kind of like, You'd you'd buy it, but you had you couldn't get it until it was all paid off. That whole type of thing. Oh, so yeah. I would every Friday I would go there. I'd kick them a hundred bucks and be like, "Oh man, oh. seven weeks from now, this will all be mine." I can't believe it was that expensive. Yeah, it was it was quite a system. Wow. You know, at the time, it's not like it is now. 
you see, uh, you know, the, these systems now, these PA systems, and they're just like this very light, mm-hmm. uh, you know, pole or something that you set up. I mean, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. carry it with one hand. Oh, Those yeah. Those PV speakers that I had. Oh, oh yeah. man, they were like yeah. 700 pounds a piece. Those JBLs, oh. um, we used to call those junk but loud, JBLs. <laughs> oh, you yeah. Know, and they were wicked loud. And now David takes out a Bose that he, he has, you know, and it's this little tiny speaker, and it carries for oh, miles. Yeah, oh, fills up the whole room, yeah. and you could literally uh, carry it with, like, one finger. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah, unbelievable yeah. what they've done with that. Yeah, it's yeah. true. I uh, can't wait to see all the gear at Shark in the Park, by the way. Uh, that's starting ooh, up on ooh, July 7th. Rosie is going to be our first uh, performer there. But the first thing that I ever bought, um, spent my own money on, was an album. I got $5 for working in my mom and dad's store when I was a kid. So I walked down to Bradley's Uh at the time in Nashua and uh, walked down there. And it was a a decision that I had to make. Was it going to be the soundtrack for Pete's Dragon? Because I really liked Helen Reddy and I just saw the movie. Uh Or was it going to be James Taylor? Because I like that tune, Your Smiling Face. Oh, nice. So okay. In the end, James Taylor won. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a, a difficult decision thing. to make, you know, when you're budgeting at that age. Yeah. Well, so yeah. five bucks, I mean, it yeah. compared to 800 that you had to make? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think, it, it, you know, you work hard and you save up your money and mm-hmm. you go buy, you know, a big thing for you at the time. Yes. That, there's no wrong answers here. No, that's true. I think it instills values into kids, you know? Oh, yeah. Like you can get, you know, you can get this as long as you save up the money and, you know, call, yep. I did that with Colin and we we bought a few things that he wanted. It was usually a video game. Yep. But you know, that's fine. Save that make, up your own money. It makes sense, yeah, when you uh when you hear for the first few years of your life, just waste money on that, waste money on that, waste money. And then you once you actually work for it and have it, then you realize what that means. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always um just absolutely astonished at how my mother and father paid all the bills. I was astonished. I'm like, <laughs> how do we even breathe? <laughs> like they've got to pay for everything. When that lightning bolt hit me, uh-huh. that absolutely everything, the lights on, you know, everything yeah. is comes out of my mom and dad's uh, yep. pocket. I couldn't believe it. Every drop of water. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was everything. Anyway, hit us up right there on the app. If you want to let us know what your very first thing that you ever bought with your own money was, we'll run them down for you later on. Stevie Nicks coming up on the shark. Pops doing these days. Do you know? Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I gotta look her up. Anyway, uh, it's almost 7 o'clock. It's a Shark Morning Show. We're talking about things that you bought as a child with your own money. The very first thing that you ever bought. And we get some good responses on our Facebook page. Yeah, a lot of good ones. Um, Patricia says, a trip to California when I was 15. That, Patricia! Uh, that sounds like quite a quite a story. She's Wow, she is dropping the mic right out of the gate. I know what. I, I oh heard that was, goodness. man, 15 and you're off to California. That sounds like, you know, uh, Jenny Gump or something. Yes, um, yeah. There's a, there's a conversation I want to have with her about uh, Patricia and her parents. Aha. Uh-huh. So maybe yeah. maybe uh, some other time. It does. It seems like that would be a good, Situation. No- good novel. Yeah. Um, uh, Patrick, well, he says as a kid, you know, it was a Lego set. Now, as an adult, you know, he matured and it's an Xbox. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I like that one. Uh, we've got uh, a lot of people saying my car, but, uh, you know, we got this one from Philip. He says my first car, a 1972 Buick Skylark Sun Cooper. Oh, okay. I walked to work every day, saved yes. $35 a week. Very rare. A classic. And wow. He's got a picture here. It's Butte. Oh, it's Butte. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Denise, this is another one. You know, these people will say stuff and I go, I, I want the story. And Denise has a horse. She she oh. spent, she saved up to buy a horse, mm. which is very Well, nice. kids can be very persistent. 
You know, so maybe that was an exasperated parent saying, fine. Yeah. If you save up enough money, we'll get you a horse. Yeah. I want a pony. I want a pony or in this case, a horse. And maybe that's what happened. Yeah. 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 Got a good one from uh, Les. It says a telescope when I was 12, it cost $200. And then the next item was a brand new car that cost $3,500. Eight years later, still have them both. Get out. Yeah. What kind of car is that? I don't know, thirty five hundred bucks time. for a brand new car. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I gotta think. Uh, there we go. <laughs> that too is a classic. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for your answers. You can also chime in right there on our Facebook page. It's Bon Jovi. Seven Eleven. Yeah, got the brain strain rocking on your Thursday morning, and uh, I found this one very interesting. Of course, uh, everybody loves the Alpaca Craft Barn. Man, the phone lines light right up for this one. The Alpaca Craft Barn right at the Ridge in Rochester. You got to check that place out. It's wicked cool. Shop local. Find unique products and gifts at the Alpaca Craft Barn. Get your gift Mm -hmm. card if you solve this. I love them because they make stuff out of, like natural material that doesn't hurt the animal. I love that. Yeah, it's wicked uh, fuzzy and soft, yep. too. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is kind of a fun one. We got angry New Englanders for this one. 40% of... <laughs> I'm going to double up on the angry. 40% of angry New Englanders eat this whenever they're angry. I know that's redundant. But 40% of New Englanders eat this when they're angry. What's their go-to? Uh, what is it? <laughs> when Let they're mad. <laughs> 877-45-SHARK. Now, it's not booze. It's not something that you drink. Yeah. It's something that you actually eat. Yep. And everybody eats it. So it's not just for adults or whatever. Everybody mm-hmm. eats this thing. 877-45-SHARK. What is it? If you get the answer we're looking for, you win the gift certificate to the alpaca shop. Yeah, alpaca craft bar. Dire Straits and uh, TL see coming up next are you look 726 we're playing the brain strain your question for today train yeah 40 percent of new englanders will they eat this whenever they're angry ah what is it 87745 shark good morning what's your guess good morning is it ice cream oh hey it is ice cream very nice <laughs> this is so strange who's this by the way corey hey corey i gotta tell you a story so Train and I get together and we plan the show, right? So this is before the show started and we're talking about things and I'm like, oh my God, Train, I have been eating ice cream like a huge bowl for the past two nights, which I never do. I I haven't been doing, I should say, you know? And so I'm like, oh, it's been so stressful. I just wanted to go home or whatever. Then he goes, Sarah, you will never believe what question I found for the brain strain. I was looking right at it. So weird. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's the best so comfort food. I think you're right. Yeah. I think it just makes you happy, you know? So, yeah. oh my gosh. Anything sweet. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Kareen, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, I like butter crunch. Butter oh, crunch? Oh, pistachio. All right. Oh. That, yep, that was Two good. terrific All right. Choices. Hang on just one sec. <laughs> okay, thank you. I don't know. It's difficult, though, with with ice cream flavors to sound angry when you're saying them. <laughs> Butter crunch. That, that just doesn't have it to sound so happy. Pistachio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dr. Donatello, by the way, would not approve of the ice cream. <laughs> Neither would his beautiful wife, Kelly. Uh, but yeah, you know, that pistachio, that reminds uh-huh. me of a story. My, my niece, Katie, got mad at her brother, Patrick, once. And she was maybe four years old uh-huh. and they're a year apart. Right. So he was three doing something annoying to Katie or whatever. So she couldn't think of an angry word because she's, you know, she's four. So she didn't hear any angry words. So she looked at him. And she goes, oh, Patrick, you should be a pistachio. <laughs> and she called him a pistachio. All right. Which I thought was 
creative. It's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was like, oh, my goodness. Anyway, yeah, it's true. She did not sound angry. She just sounded really cute. Yeah. No, it does. You know, like, I don't know. It's the New England favorite is uh, black raspberry. It's, you can't say anything and sound angry when you're saying a flavor. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Rocky Road. Uh, cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> it just makes you happy. Rick Springfield coming up on the Shark. It's 736. It's a Shark Morning Show with Sarah and A-Train. Such a beautiful day. Don't you think about vacay? Oh, oh, this is it. It's unbelievable, isn't it? How this time of year, you're, you're, you know, you hearken back to being a kid. Yes. And you get that, you know, for the first, well, I don't know, 12 years of our lives, you know, at least scholastically, mm-hmm. you get around now and it's like, oh, 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 you just get this like feeling of uh, in- intense happiness is happening because uh, you're just so conditioned to think about summer vacation. Yep. The kids uh, in Rochester School District, they're not going to be out for the uh, summer until June 22nd. Uh, June 22nd. It got me to thinking, you know how we always say, oh, back in my day, we had it so much rougher than all these kids. Well, first of all, they'd like the snow day nowadays, you know, the postmodern destruction of the snow day with the technology that they have. Yes. There's no snow day anymore. So you no. would think that. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of snow days, but. Yeah. And they call snow for like they call a snow day for an inch of snow. Yeah, I mean we've said that before. But they right? just go they go remote now. You know now they yeah. they get their face in the Zoom screen. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Know? Um, but on top of that, you know we used to have uh, much longer summer vacations. Uh, I went back to 1981 because you know me and my memory. I, my ma's birthday's uh, June 11th, so Christy's birthday's tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. Oh, Christy. Uh, so, uh, happy birthday, Ma. Uh, so, we, <laughs> I remember having the first day of summer vacation on her birthday, June 11th, and I remember going back, we would always go back the Wednesday after Labor Day, which that year hit as late as it possibly could possibly hit. September 7th was Labor Day, so we were back on September 9th. Oh. June 11th to wow. September 9th. These kids now, they, they're back in August. Yeah. They're legit back in August. So, June 22nd to August something. Oh, it, uh, I know. It just doesn't sound anywhere near the same. No, it doesn't sound fun. No. That's, I mean, you get like, you're happy in like July. Yeah. Like, ah, it's July. I'm good. I'm good. And then after that, oh. Did you ever think to yourself, I mean, I think teachers are the, are the most, uh, they should be the most valuable people in our communities. Oh, because yeah. they, we, we entrust them with the care of our children. Yeah. For several hours during the day. Oh, I, you know, so. I have, I have all I can do to, uh, keep like three kids happy for 15 minutes. Right. They're doing 30 Uncle, or more. Uncle Bob, train, will you take the kids to like Dairy Queen? Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, you know. I can I can do the Dairy Queen run. <laughs> yeah. that, that's my that's my jam. Right, right, right. <laughs> but um, I always think about teachers and summer vacation, oh. how I wish that I had been a teacher. Oh. But if you're a teacher worth your salt, the teachers that I know work on during the summer vacation. Yeah, you got to prep. Got to get the next next work in there already, yeah. huh? Man, yeah, I don't know. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That, 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 I cannot believe how uh, they do that and do it so well. Oh, I know. But then you've got the February vacation. You've got April vacation. You've mm-hmm. got like Christmas holiday. Yep. That's and then usually you got about the 10 summer. days. I it's always good. get so jealous. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man, to have all that time, you know? But what are you going to do? Yeah, I would think about five minutes with 30 kids. 
And I'd, I'd start thinking the other. Is it June twenty? Is, is it June twenty second yet? You can have all the time off you yeah, want. Yeah, right. I apologize. I'm just in this school time mode. All I'm thinking about is the last day of school. That used to be such a big deal mm-hmm. with me. So I got uh, I got a, a question in my mind to put it up on uh, Facebook.com slash Shark Morning Show. Yep. I said, did you ever have perfect attendance? Were you in school or? Were you quite the opposite? And uh, we actually got quite the response. Yeah. I like this because uh, I'm pretty much, I, as high school hit, yeah. I was awful. You didn't you go would, to school a lot? Uh, I was awful. I would, uh, you know, I was just I always, would not have yeah. predicted no, that. Oh, man. I would have thought that you were at school every single day. No. It on was, time. It was a situation. Oh. We could only have <laughs> uh, 20 sick days a year. And honestly, by around now, I'd be like, all right, I'm at 18. I'm at 18. Oh. I just, it's like, I don't know. I couldn't sleep. I would, I just would uh, wow. feel so awful. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. But, uh We've got uh, people all all over the place. Uh, Patrick says my mom worked in the school district, uh, so I need to be near death to not go in. That's a rough gig. Um, Cindy yep. says something similar to her mom. Uh, I was somewhere in between. The only time I was allowed to stay out of school is I was legitimately sick. And then uh, Philip, he says, "Are you kidding? I was lucky if I even arrived." Oh no, Philip, come on! <laughs> Nobody oh. had perfect attendance. I thought because you get those folks that are all about the perfect attendance and would have it. You know, you'll hear stories about people having it throughout their entire scholastic career. Yeah, my stepson is like that, Wesley. Yeah. I remember him like we had to hold him back from going to school because he was so sick one day. He's like, no, oh. I gotta go to school. I'm yeah. like, no, you're not going to school. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, know, you get a stomach bug or you yeah. get a real, real bad cold or something. You, you got to stay out. Yeah. But uh, that used to fascinate me how people would do that and have perfect attendance year after year. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid, I knew that I could start getting away with stuff when my mother let me stay home from school because I had a job in high school. And I worked until 930 at night at Elmi's department store, which doesn't exist anymore. But and I wouldn't get home until 10 o'clock. And then, you know, I'd have to get up early the next day. Yeah. So I used to get up sometimes and I would be like, Mom, I don't feel good. You know, and or, it would work. Oh, totally. Oh, there you go. Yeah. She and I knew that sometimes she knew that I was just tired, Uh huh. you know, so she would let me stay home or whatever. OK. Yeah. I mean, I got decent grades. So, you know, if I miss yep. a day here or there. Yeah. But. No, I was it was awful in high high school. Towards the end, when I my senior year, I was better. Once I played football, it just I don't know. I got in better shape or something, and and I was fine. But you boy, got more oxygen to your brain. That's exactly that's what it. happened. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> oh my uh, Sarah and A Train, Governor Chris Sununu with the show, and Governor, I was very happy to hear that you uh, have the government of New Hampshire invested a hundred million dollars in mental health. That was that was just awesome news. Yeah. Really great. Look, one thing that we we're coming out of COVID, but one thing COVID did was it everything kind of got crunched, if you will. We had made huge progress on mental health and opioids and issues with abused kids, but a lot of that kind of not fell apart. But you know, the unions have the workforce and everything was different. So we just want folks to know we're not taking our eye off the ball. We're doing the right thing. And through an executive order, I just said we're going. And and for years we've made good progress, but there's always a barrier here or there. And I'll just say an excuse here or there. Well, we can't do that. We can't. I'm just like, I said, I'm done. I'm yeah, done hearing. Yep. We can't. I'm done hearing about barriers. We are going. Yep. And, and everyone else is going to have to kind of catch up with us. And I just don't accept those barriers anymore. So we're not just putting funds in. Uh, we're changing some rules and regulations. We're bringing in some more private providers. We're bringing in some more workforce. We'll put all these different tools. It doesn't mean that the problem goes away, although 
It was nice to see our emergency weight room. Yeah. Go to zero. Yeah, uh, zero. Really exciting. Yeah. In just a couple of weeks, uh, we had we were seeing huge tangible results. Still a lot of work to do. Though. All right, Governor, you've got a tough uh, thing to do here. You got to make something uh, sound like I can figure it out. The uh, state budget thing with the New Hampshire Department of Energy. Maybe this could end up with like s- smaller electric bills. Can you try to explain this to me? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So here's the simplest way to explain it. We're the only state that really doesn't have a Department of Energy. We have all these energy bills and policies. We have uh, renewable energy programs, but we have no Department of Energy that really does this. Uh, so uh, we have this Public Utility Commission that is a bunch of judges, and they do a great job, but they also manage policy. So we said, look, we're just separating it out, and this group has kind of handled policy and investments and contracts around energy, renewable energy, and working with providers, and we'll leave like the Public Utility Commission that helps manage and create rates over there. And so we're separating those kind of those two pieces. So it's pretty simple. It's, it's just a, it's a group. They do, um, the Department of Energy will do things like uh, YHEAP, which is uh, they'll help, you know, low-income families pay their oil bills and things like that, or weatherization assistance grants programs uh, to, to families and homes around the state. They'll manage those types of programs going forward. And then they're going to come into your house, and they're going to look at every electrical outlet and make sure they're exactly 12 feet <laughs> apart per bill. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. no, that's, so, that's Governor, scary. you know, in thinking about your visit with us today, I was wondering, and I've wanted to ask you this for a long time, what is it, what is the one thing that you get the most complaints about? My hair. Oh, oh God! <laughs> what, 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 boy, that's a tough one. What do I get the most? Look, COVID was really tough for a lot of people, and so that was one of the things where I'm like, look, I, I accept that almost every decision I had to make there yeah. was going to get a lot of people really upset, and I just kind of accepted that. Now, I see on social media sometimes that people will say, oh, the governor's doing another photo op. Why isn't the governor always, you know, in the state house more? Why isn't he? Why is he, you know, at at that new food pantry, opening oh. a ribbon at a new food pantry? Yep. And it's like, cause that's the job we're trying to promote. We're trying to promote the state. We're trying to. That's, that's a right. big part of the job. So I always find those complaints really odd when they're like, you know, I feel like people need to see a GoPro camera on me twenty four seven sitting at the desk yeah. with a pen in my hand. Well, we're do- trust me, we do a lot of that. That stuff's just kind of boring. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we do it, you know, but I don't know if people want to see more of that. I think they'd be sh- shocked at how much of my job is fairly boring. Yeah. You know, I was with, uh, you know, we were designing plans for broadband expansion the other day. We were working on the mental health plans. That takes hours and hours of work. Yeah. But when I go out and, uh, and you know, get a cookie somewhere, I'm like, hey, I really love this cookie <laughs> at this new bakery. My gosh, people complain like I've, I've uh, you know, I've, I've stolen their firstborn. My goodness. I, I just wanted a cookie for goodness sake. <laughs> Well, I think your hair looks fine. Yeah. If my vote oh, is, you know. There's not much of it left. <laughs> All right. Governor Chris Sununu, well, thank you ever so much for joining the show. And uh, keep time, up, guys. It's, keep pre- up it's the press work. conference day, Sarah. It's oh, press today, conference oh, day. Oh, what's the big uh, agenda today for the press conference? You know, here's an amazing thing. I, there's not a lot of huge announcements to be made that, you know, we're kind of getting out of the vaccine game in the state. We'll talk a little bit about the transitions happening there. Um, some of the, the new uh, uh, funds from, uh, the, from ARP money, as they call it, from the federal government, that, that's already going out. So there's now a whole lot of, of big uh, COVID-driven announcements, which is a really good thing, right? Yep. And we'll probably even start start pulling back on those a little bit. But, um, no, that's, it, it, we're in, I guess that's a sign that we're, we're doing really well here. We really are. That's right. awesome. I'm, st- I'm still... Hey, and I just got to tell you guys something. You know, I'm willing to 
I'm building a patio in my backyard. <laughs> oh, you are? Me a long time. Okay. So I, I've been off way, way more than I can chew. Yeah. But every weekend I'm listening to the shark constantly. Oh. I don't know what it is. All right. I mean, down. Uh, and every Saturday and Sunday, uh, if I'm not at this, if I'm not working or out and about, I'm, I'm, I'm moving my stone to uh, to the shark. So nice, really good. Right. very good. Do enjoy. Do enjoy the uh, '80s weekends that we provide to you, Governor. <laughs> '80s weekend, and I got my tickets. You, you guys inspired me so much on the weekend. I already got my tickets to Hall and Oates at the Bank of America. All right, nice. All right, we'll definitely see you there. There we go. That's wonderful. I'm st- I'm still going to call that a Shark Morning Show press conference preview exclusive. <laughs> I think that's great. Yeah, uh-huh. I think that's great, Trey. And now it's time for the game that's sweeping the nation. Who are you? Try to guess the famous celebrities in just three clues or less. Everybody put your hands together for your two hosts and your two players, Sarah and A-Train. All right, it's uh, theme week this week. Uh, one tune June. We've got big stars who only had one hit on the pop charts. Big time stars. Uh, this woman, uh, it surprised me. She's as young as she is. She's 72 years of age. She had a number one hit, a number one hit back in the early 70s. And she's still only 72 years of age. Like I said, she's 72 because she's been playing an old lady for like 50 years. In fact, um, this old lady is she on? Was she on the Carol Burnett show? Yes, it's Vicki Lawrence. Yes, Ellie! I'm, I'm telling you, out of the park. I'm gonna these. do. We we gotta open up one tune June for the rest of the month. This is amazing. You're really good at one tune June. You remember that the, ain't the song? No way to treat. No, that was Helen Reddy. The uh, night. The uh, no, not the night Chicago died. No, that night. was Paper Lace. <laughs> Very good. The night. The lights. Went out on Broadway? Went out in Georgia. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Number oh, one tune. My goodness. Yeah, it was uh, it was taken over by Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree. Tony Orlando wow, and Don, but that was wow. a number one tune for a couple. Number one in Canada and in uh, America for Vicki Lawrence. All right. Yeah, and she, uh, right. interestingly enough, plays, uh, you know, Carol Burnett's mother, and she's uh, 16 years younger than Carol Burnett. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's funny that you gave that clue because that was a uh, factoid back in the day that she was older. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, she was younger than Carol Burnett. So, yeah, they, anyway. They did look quite similar Mama! back in the day. Yeah, Mama. it was uh, <laughs> Thelma Harper's mama's real name. Oh, Thelma Harper. Okay, good. Very good. All right. This guy, um, he was born upon this day, June 10th, 1928. It is his birthday today. He passed away in 2012. All right. Um, And I will tell you, he is a writer. He is more often known as a poet. Um, He wrote children's literature. For instance, he wrote Where the Wild Things Are. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, I am not going to be able to think of his name, I'm sad enough to say. Oh, uh-oh. all right. Yeah, that's just one of those, like, I could probably get it on multiple choice. Um, his name is Maurice Sendak. Okay. I'll just give it to you. Yeah. Yep. He was one of my favorites when I was a kid. That's a great so. book. Yeah, yeah. It really is a great kid. Uh, yep. Really great book. I remember loving the illustrations, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him props today. Well, that was it. I think the kid didn't. He went to bed without supper or something, and then then uh, he wandered up, wound up on that 
place where the wild things are. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Maurice Sendak, happy birthday. If it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you, too. Go get yourself some cake. <laughs> Simple Minds coming up on the Shark. 8.45, it's the Shark Morning Show. What was your favorite part of today so far, Train? Well, you know me, Sarah, and my absolute obsession with the Thursday press conferences, the state of uh, COVID, the press conference with the governor. Mm-hmm. We had the governor on, and it was an exclusive a preview of, of the, I'm calling it a Shark Morning Show exclusive preview of today's press conference. Yep. You want to know what's happening at three o'clock? Just listen to us. You know. You know. <laughs> I love the fact that he listens to the 80s weekends when he's trying to, you know, work on his deck. Yeah. Get the That's patio going. Him, that was like a couple years ago. I think he started that patio. It's quite a process. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's 846. I, I did like that as well, actually. I like that. And I like the fact that he gets a lot of flack for his haircut. Yeah, why well, you know he does all these things, but yet he goes out to get an ice cream somewhere, mm. and people start to complain. Yeah, my second part of today though is the um, the brain strain when the answer was, "What do we do when we're angry?" Oh yeah, and the answer was, "We eat ice cream." That's it, because New- ice cream is a powerful thing; it makes you happy. New Englanders' appreciation of ice cream is well renowned. Yes, you know? it yeah. absolutely is. Hey, we've got the work uh, the workday kickoff coming up next. Three hours of continuous classic hits. Billy Joel kicks that off next on the Shark. The Shark is your.